0: Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are talking about Cloak and Dagger Episode Three, Stained Glass.
1: All that right after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeff Randall, episode three of Cloak and Dagger. What'd you think, my friend?
0: Oh, this the
1: show is so good. It is good. They, it is really They good.
0: continue to not disappoint.
1: Yeah, they really focused in on these two characters. They they they're they're, they're taking the um, lesson from all the Marvel stuff, and they're really focusing in on like, let's care about these characters. (laughs) Not we talked about in the first episode how they introduced a lot of characters. We we learned a lot about their external world, but everything tied into these two characters in a way that it all fed their narrative. This this episode was almost exclusively. about like like is, is their internal lives like you know what I mean like very little that even happened it was all about their internal lives and it was great it was really good yeah I want to uh, I want to call this one the astral plane episode yeah it uh, definitely feels that way um, so you you want to get you want to give a spoiler alert or you want to talk any more spoiler free uh, the only other spoiler free thing I can say
0: is that this show needs to be watched by everybody it is so. Unbelievably good and culturally aware, like socially culturally aware.
1: Yeah, for the times, I, th- I think so. Um, the I, w- I will say I had a little production, a little problem, and I'll get into it with the. Well, I mean, this isn't a spoiler for the episode, so I can say it. But I just want to be. I don't want to bash the show because I like it a lot. I had a real problem with the cinematography of this episode. <laughs> there was one point where I was like, I really don't like the shaky cam. Yeah, yeah, it like. I thought something was wrong with my eyes. <laughs> like, I think the acting's been great, the story's been great, but whoever's holding that camera has something wrong. Like it's not just like well, and it's every shot too. It's not uh, like the first time watching it, I just only noticed it in the church scene when it seemed particularly pronounced, and I was yeah. like, it felt like my eyes were jittering in my head, and I was like, what is going on? Um, but it was only for. The half that was being
0: consciously led by Tyrone. That's right.
1: So I, I was. I thought something was happening in the scene, like like Same. like like something was. It was, and, and then it wasn't. And I was like, oh, they just shot this really poorly. And I'm hoping that they, <laughs> I'm hoping that's not because I didn't notice any of that in the first episode, um, but in the first two. But after watching that. I, I went back and rewatched the whole episode again to to kind of bone up for the podcast, and it's the entire episode is handheld, and some of it's sh- really shaky, and some of it's fine, but the entire episode, even when they cut to like far away shot of her sitting in a car, use a effing tripod, man. <laughs> like I know you're trying to be like. Hey, look at the, they they're trying to give it false action by just having the camera move around a little bit, which I understand the uh the the temptation there, but there are certain scenes in this, like the scene in the hospital. You're shooting a conversation. It, it it's a down moment. It's not an action-oriented moment, and everything is shaky cam, and I was like, "What is going on?" So I, I'm hoping this is a isolated problem with this episode. Because the rest of the show has been great. And even this episode was really good other than that. And that was really a bad thing. Um, they, I'm really hoping they learned from this. And, you know, it, it, whoever they had doing handheld camera it was, like, shaking his hand the whole time. I don't know. I don't know what went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so spoiler- I guess we'll get into spoiler tiers- yeah, two. Yeah, right <laughs> we're going to talk spoilers. Great show. Great acting. Great story cinematography was crap this episode so sorry about that yeah
0: just this just this one episode so far
1: yeah I, I really was bothered by it I thought I honestly thought something was wrong with me like that's how bad it was <laughs> Friday morning I was like am I drunk um, <laughs> it felt like that you ever get uh, drink alcohol in like GTA I think it's GTA no. that I'm thinking of I've never played GTA. Okay, I think that's the game I'm thinking of. Anyway, you drink alcohol, and it gives you a boost of health, I think, which is funny, but it also makes your vision bleary and you actually yeah. have to try to run around and do things while you're stumbling. It's pretty funny. Um, but it felt like I was watching that and I was like what is going on? And it made me feel like I was something's wrong, like I was jittery. And then Alyssa just watched it with me, and my girlfriend, afterwards she was like I feel like I had too much caffeine or something. <laughs> and I was like are you just feeling jittery cuz the TV is shaking around like crazy? And she was like maybe. And I was like, yeah, that's how I felt when I watched it. This time I've just, like, had to not watch the screen as much. Okay, that's enough. Spoiler alert. Enough talking about it. It was bad. We acknowledge. We move on. Um, Because I want to like to show it's been good otherwise. Spoiler alert in three, two, one.
0: Uh, The cop's not bad. Well, rather, the cop that's tracking our hero is not bad, which is surprising. Oh really? That was surprised you? Yeah, cuz like in every other thing that you ever see where somebody is in trouble, like after some sort of assault type of thing, it's like, oh, the cops just a piece of shit. No,
1: man, not a female cop. <laughs> Can't in, be, not a female. Media, cop. media, in media female cops are always good guys. Okay. Okay. And I'm 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 making that blanket statement. I'm sure there's an example of that not being true, but for the most part, it's because they they, they, they by setting them as a female cop they're already, like, subverting expectations, and they're wanting you to think of the character as kind of novel and interesting. Um, and I think I think that is true of this character. I think it's interesting that the bad cop that
0: Tyrone was, you know, wanting to kill, actually trying to kill at the end of the last episode, mm-hmm. um, that is the cop that comes in to, like, be shady and try to close the case for the wrong reasons.
1: Yeah. Actually, and I thought I... Yeah. <laughs> I hate to, I hate to poo poo that, but I kind of thought that was a little like too, too easy, too convenient, too convenient convenient for the plot. It was like, let's give him another bad thing to do. Like (laughs) it could have been any cop. It could have been any cop trying to close that case for the wrong reason, but it had to be that cop, which was just a little strange. Um, Oh man, the bad guy's got
0: to have his hand in literally everything.
1: Yeah. But see, I feel like this is like a low level bad guy. Um, I feel like the the real problem is more systemic, and I, I thought that's what they were going to go for. But I but it seems like his main thrust of the season um, is going to be taking down that cop. I mean, by his by her vision of him, that seems like that's his main thrust. He needs to take down the cop, and he and and he needs to do it legally, not by shooting him. <laughs> that's what we you kind know- of learned from this episode.
0: I think that that's going to like that's going to be the through line for a couple more episodes. But I'm pretty sure that the shift is going to happen in like maybe episode 5 or something. I think that the shift is going to happen to where it's no longer about the cop, it's about who he's serving in the Roxxon Corporation.
1: Mm, yeah, that that's that bringing
0: is them down. That is probably true. Cuz he saw What Tandy has, like that, she's running away from over and over again. He saw that in his astral plane, like that sequence, which was really cool, by the way. Yeah, that whole idea of them, you know, going and (laughs) and having like she had a concussion and he went the easy way, you know, (laughs) (laughs) slipping into into this world where they can see, you know, what they what they need to see to to drive them toward the the proper goal um but he saw that happening so like he has that understanding now if they if they have a conversation about what they saw he at least can be like i saw what i think is your dad being drowned by a bunch of business people sitting around a boardroom yeah and like you know they can finally get that conversation and be like oh shit these are the guys that did this thing to us like we can we can do something about it. Keep them from hurting other people.
1: No. Like you say that this cop is serving the Rock do you think?
0: I, I bet. I'm betting that that's yeah. the case. Okay.
1: Yeah. I think that's, that's a leap, but I think it's a logical leap. <laughs> um, especially if they're, this show seems like they're going to try to tie everything pretty tidy. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, it, in a nice neat little bow, like they beat him and, like, his phone falls on the ground, and they pick up the phone and see that, like, somebody from Roxxon has texted him to, like, you know, do something or whatever, yeah. something bad. And which, be like, oh, which God. if that's the
1: case, if he's serving the Roxxons and he's trying to get this, um, get this guy off, you know, like the, the, the kid who tried to rape Tandy. Yeah, try to get him off the hook for whatever. If he's trying to get him off the hook then it's possible that even that kid has some ties to Roxxon, or like, or a pa- yeah. parent or something like that. So it's another case of everyone, everything ties back to Roxxon. Yeah. Well, he said his uncle gave him run of the place. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's
0: right. So I'm betting his uncle probably works for Roxxon in some
1: capacity. This episode reminded me a lot of Legion. Have you watched Legion at all? I haven't watched Legion yet. Um, They do a lot of stuff with just like, Weird perception, astral plane, sort of, just like inside your mind, sort of stuff, traveling yeah. between people's minds. Uh, so I think that uh, I don't know. This this definitely seemed like a spiritual successor to that. I don't know if they made as clear use of it in this. I, I'm I'm a little so. She made perfect her her vision of him made sense. He's going after the guy, but he keeps going after him, but it ends up hurting his parents as well, because yeah. he's gonna, if he hurts God. himself, it's going to hurt his parents. Um, and then um, sh- she puts down her dagger of light, which turns into handcuffs, and so she helps him find... The, the way he should solve it, which is through through the illegal means, which is a weird thing for her to help him do, uh, given her um, proclivities for breaking the law.
0: You know, I honestly like after at the end of the episode, I didn't think so. Like at first it was kind of like, well, that's weird. They turned into handcuffs like, huh. But now that she's chatting with uh, Detective O'Reilly, like it makes sense that. They can work together with Detective O'Reilly to try to bring that guy in, right. to bring Connors in.
1: Like it makes sense now,
0: but at the time I was like, huh? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I, I yeah, I don't know. I don't. Know, we'll see how it goes with the whole uh, detective thing. I, I kind of don't see it being like a permanent thing that she's she's helpful. <laughs> oh. I, I think she's going to be helpful. I think she's a good guy, but I think that like they're gonna kind of strike off on their own and do their own thing. But they're kids, man. They're just kids. Yeah, but that's like, kind of what the show's about. <laughs> yeah. Is the, them growing up, you know?
0: Yeah. Oh, man, what what if O'Reilly gets killed by Connors and they have to be the ones to provide the evidence and bring him in? Oh, that'd be great. That would be so sad for Con- for O'Reilly. Oh, by the way, something like I was thinking about it um the crap the uh, the imagery of the um the 3D printing going on cuz like they they show you in this show so far in these three episodes they show you a thing and they don't really explain it and then later on in the episode it's like oh that makes sense now and you go back and you're like ah okay 3D printing him is happening and somehow this lady with the voodoo dolls is now 3D printing voodoo dolls and right when it was understood, like right when it was revealed that like oh it was vooted all of him, my wife goes ah techno pagan, <laughs> and it made like she said techno pagan like referring to
1: like season one I think of Buffy. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I don't know what what techno what what, what Buffy that's from or what episode
0: uh it was where the uh the demon got scanned into the oh, computer yes. or, like into the web
1: and they had to like type a ritual that was really early in early on oh um, yeah that's funny and i think uh yeah, yeah good, good and she good comes idea. back as like Giles's girlfriend or something miss Mer- Calendar. yeah Giles' girlfriend yeah she is a, she was the techno pagan but I don't think she was around until season two but yeah yeah yeah. Still,
0: though, when she said techno pagan, that's like the, one of the only episodes that I've seen of Buffy, and that's like first click was like, oh my god, really? Buffy
1: season two and three is just some of the, my favorite television. It's super good. <laughs> um, I love it. Uh, it's it's kind of schlocky, especially in retrospect, and with lots of years later. But those those two seasons are so so good. Okay. Uh, oh, another thing I really liked about. Uh, the techno pagan in this. Um, the vo- I really love when, when he, she, when he walks in there around the corner, I guess I, I wasn't really watching real closely. He walks into the room for the first time into her house. Uh, the voodoo, yeah. voodoo lady. And he and he hears these little things keep getting my watermelons. I forget these little birds keep eating my watermelons or something like that. Yeah. And it seemed like, uh, something a voodoo person would say like it just it, it sounds like a jumble of words like that like a mystic in a show would say yeah somebody th- who just like is crazy or, or or like they're trying to say something on another level you know Like, yeah, what do the yeah. watermelons represent and then I looked up, <laughs> then I, then I noticed that she was just playing a phone game <laughs> and literally no, it was on her iPad yeah it was on, it was on a big tablet <laughs> yeah yeah uh, that that made me laugh um that yep. was really good um. Uh, <laughs> For the most part, like this episode, I think it's. Uh, we know that at least I think in comics, cloak and dagger are romantic together. Correct? Yes. And as far as I know, from what I from what I understood, in this was kind of going to be a romance show. So I'm expecting cloak and dagger to uh, be drawn to one another romantically at some point. But it's interesting that they're setting him up to have this other girlfriend, um, and a girl that I think we like so far. I don't think she's been bad, unless that's her building the uh, voodoo doll. Hmm. <laughs> she could be the techno pagan.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, she could. But, I mean, she was saying that, like, she didn't, like, you don't have to be a believer to take the tours, and, like, you don't have to think in certain ways. You don't to... have to
1: believe for it to work, she says. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Hmm. Um. I. Hmm. Yeah. It's it's all very strange. Um. I don't know what the the significance of the voodoo doll at the end is, because in in most fiction, and I don't know, I honestly don't know the purpose of voodoo dolls. Uh, in actual voodoo, in media, they're normally to hurt someone, but I don't think that's true of most voodoo dolls. If I if I if I catch my v- a culture that I am very unaware of, <laughs> but I've, yeah, I've, you're not, you're not very boned up on the techno pagan. No, no, I'm not. Um, and I don't, but, but it, from what I understand, I don't think that voodoo dolls are just, just to harm people, but that's definitely the sense you get from media. And so I wonder which, which version of that voodoo doll it is. Is, is she putting it up there as some sort of protection? Is she doing it to like harm him? And if so, why? Um, and, and again, uh, who?
0: i um, not according, sure. According to this uh, Google search of purpose of voodoo dolls, it's a form of gris gris? Gris gris? I'm not sure. A ritualized form of invoking the spirits or fate to act in a defined way towards a targeted person. Yeah. So it's just to provide a target for intent. Yes. Can be used for love, for power and domination, for luck, for uncrossing, and yes, in some
1: evil ways for harm. Okay, so that's that's what I thought. I, th- I thought it was... it c- to was provide p- a target, a channeled target, right. I guess. I knew that, and I knew that it could be used in positive and negative ways. But in, mo- in most media, it's negative. And so oh, yeah. at the yeah. end, when you see that, it seems, at least in our cultural, whatever, like she's doing something evil. But then why? Like, why does she have... And I guess maybe, the- maybe they are being more <laughs> voodoo culturally aware and they're and they're and they're just having her do that maybe she's doing it to protect him uh, because her niece loves him or whatever you know like i just don't know i don't know what the voodoo thing voodoo thing was supposed to represent and i i feel like having it be how they started the episode and ended the episode i thought i would understand i i guess i feel like i should understand what was going on there but i don't it's okay so so there's that.
0: It's just going to build more. It's just going to build more. Yeah. So um, are you looking forward to going to Whole Foods? Oh, that was and, super
1: funny. That made me laugh real hard.
0: <laughs> and, and buying your... Uh, you know, if, if Wakanda if Wakanda had just opened itself up to the rest of the world, it could have a Whole Foods by now, and anybody could go to the astral plane.
1: Yeah, man. Totally. I don't know if it's exactly the same as the astral plane. We're we're kind of conflating a bunch of different planes, probably.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, man.
0: It'll be okay though, because, you know, it's all the same, right? Only the names will change. Mm. I think that's I think that's how the song goes. But but during the the I don't want to call it a dream sequence. Right. But the
1: visions.
0: During the Visions sequence, um, the whole, like, super shaky, intentional wiggle. It's actually, it it looked like it was just wiggling back and forth. It was a wiggle cam rather than a shaky cam. It was a
1: wiggle cam. I did not like it.
0: (laughs) During, like, the wiggle cam during his section was really off-putting because I was like, are they really pulling the, like, original Star Trek like shaking the camera to show that something is happening and then nothing happened and really all we got was them going to you know either side of the stained glass
1: yeah oh man that stained glass scene where where he walks in and finds uh and finds her giving those pills to the to the oh. to all the boys and then the boyfriend that we who based on I mean they introduce him he's an older dude who at least he seems a little older I'm not sure they didn't say, but he seems a little older than them, and they seem young and they have like sex in a car it just by all tropes he's a bad guy like he's kind of a bad dude, but then they they did the turnaround and made her be the one that screwed him over <laughs> um and in that scene, when 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 he like willingly takes the cr- the the pill, um, yeah, like takes it out of her hand and, and takes and then eats it, yeah. That was that that's some really good symbolism there, <laughs> just uh, of 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 him like willingly taking the punishment for her. I guess I don't know. it, yeah. it was really it was really good. God, that's just it's so shitty of her. <laughs> Yeah. To do he's that. He's in prison somewhere. To do that to him. I, I'm glad they brought him into this episode because I was a little worried they were just going to drop his thread completely now that he's in jail. Yeah. Uh, I was, I was almost thinking that they were gonna something was gonna happen with that other girl and take her out of the picture too, and it was just gonna open them both up for having a you know a romantic relationship. But instead it seems Too soon. <laughs> well, yeah, for sure, but they're teenagers. Um it seems it seems <laughs> it them, seems instead that they're they're actually going to take it and give both of them, uh, I don't know, complex uh, reasons not to date one another.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and honestly, I'd be okay with that, because that, you know, makes them real people.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And so far, this show has been really good about making them seem like real people in an actual world. Yeah, I
1: think so, too.
0: I'm really excited for how this show is going to go, even with the shaky cam. I'm sorry, the wiggle cam.
1: Yeah, wiggle cam is no good. Please don't use wiggle (laughs) cam anymore. It just didn't seem deliberate. It seemed so strong that I almost felt like it had to be deliberate. And then it wasn't. It wasn't deliberate. And and at least I don't think so. And if it was, it was a really bad decision. Uh, And I'm just like, how do you make a show at this level and you don't know how to use a tripod or a glide cam or something i mean i'm, I'm making <laughs> movies on my phone and i just bought a gimbal for it like like i don't know kids today in their shaky cam i swear all right well i think that's about all yeah. i have to say about this show oh um I, I looked for feedback if we had any feedback on this i don't see much uh we did have someone ask us and I, I was looking for this specific feedback, and I don't see it. So I don't know where it came in. Um, so my apologies for not knowing your name. But they asked us why we didn't talk about uh, the mom having the gun last week. Um, and I'd be straight. I forgot. It was a two-hour episode, and I totally just forgot about that part, uh, at least while we were recording. Um but yeah, the mom, I almost don't even remember exactly what happens, but the mom takes a gun out after they leave the room and then goes outside and aims it at something. Oh, yeah. And we just don't know what that was about. Uh, and then he was, and the person who wrote in wrote to us was like, I can't believe you didn't talk about that. That was like the most interesting thing. I was like, Yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> totally forgot. Actually, yeah, completely. There's so much new about the show, and that was a uh, kind of a random thing. But yeah, what was that about? What was it about, Jeff? I I, I don't know. What, but 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 what was it about? But I, you know, it was
0: about somebody dealing with some anger and maybe some resentment <laughs> in a very creative way. This is the this <coughs> on part, camera.
1: This is the part where Jeff talks out his ass.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> It's actually the sound of my butt just now. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's definitely interesting. I don't know where it's going. She apparently at least has a gun, and we know she's involved with Roxxon, and I think it, it may have just been like target practice. Who knows? <laughs>
0: it looked very serious to be target practice.
1: Yeah, I, have to, I need to go back and rewatch it. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. All right, so I guess we'll find out more next week. Yeah, Um, we'll find out on future
0: episodes. Yeah. Like this week, call and response. No, call slash response is the Mm. episode coming up on June 21st, the day before freaking Luke Cage.
1: (sighs) Yeah, man. Ready to do some Luke Cage?
0: Yeah, I uh, I put in the request for my
1: Friday off. Awesome! So if you're so, a patriot, if you're a patron uh, on Patreon, you will be getting a bunch of episodes hopefully on Friday morning. So uh, I'm hoping that you guys can actually like uh, we'll listen. say like Friday afternoon. Right, right, right. I'll have to edit them, of course. Um, so it'll be Friday sometime. There'll be some uh, there'll be some episodes dropping. So that'd be great. And then probably we, do, we generally drop one in, one a day in the feed, but we're going to try to drop them as many as possible, as fast as possible in the patron, patreon page. So if you're a patron, you will get all of our loot cage coverage quicker. Um, so that's fun. And, and I, we got to try to finish them before I go to Alaska. That's the goal.: Yeah. Yeah, or Jeff may have to finish them without me. It's OK. Yeah, I can do this. I know, I know. You I this. believe in me. Hey, uh, can I do just a call out to our listeners? I'm making a music video right now. Um, and it's for a song. It's for a actually one of our patrons, uh, Nathaniel Muzzy, and good friends of the cast. Uh, he, um, he asked me to cover this song, Hail to the Geek. And I'm covering it. And it's about geek stuff and geek media. And it's pretty cool. Um, but... Uh, What I'm doing for the video is I'm trying to get people that have um, nerd gear or nerd things or just things you like, things you're nerdy about. I want to see, like, videos of people standing proudly in front of their nerd gear. So, like, if it's, um, you know, you have a bunch of action figures or you have a bunch of movies or you even if you just go like stand in front of a picture of your favorite thing like whatever it is just you standing in front of proudly like kind of you know, shaking your head and looking like yeah uh in front of your favorite thing or be creative with it and do anything you want if you got an idea that's cooler than that because i'm just going to try to insert all of those into the music video uh, cell phone video is totally cool um we're do- actually shooting this thing on a cell phone so uh it's gonna be pretty low 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 budget, but fun um and we're gonna use everybody's clips that they send in to make a music video so and it'll yeah i'm gonna I'm gonna learn how to juggle for it
0: because <laughs> I've got three different Mjolnirs, Ooh. and I need
1: to be juggling them. yeah, that would be pretty sweet juggling Mjolnirs. all right guys well we'll be back <laughs> tomorrow. We're the Marvel Universe podcast. Back tomorrow with a commissioned episode. Pretty excited about that. Um, oh, snap! Oh, It is snap. We are the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. Reach out to us at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com, mcucast, mcucast at gmail.com, or call us and leave us a voicemail at 573-CAST-MCU. If uh, you want to support the cast, check it out. At, check us out at patreon.com slash mcucast, where you can get all of the episodes of Luke Cage as quick as they exist um, instead of having to wait daily so if you're like me and you've been to that show and you want to hear the content become a patron Um, patreon.com slash mcucast Uh, yeah send in your nerd gear videos Uh, that would be awesome it would be a very very mcucast themed um, (laughs) music video that we're making I'm pretty excited about that I don't know. It's it's always fun when like my music stuff gets to kind of cross over into the nerd realm that I enjoy so much, because so often I'm just playing bars and playing My Girl for the 500th time. <laughs> that is way less times than I've played My Girl. Is <laughs> <laughs> definitely exceeded 500 at this point. Yeah, um, you've played it 500 times for me. I know. To you, directly. My Girl. Yep. All right, guys. We're...
0: Talk to you soon. Oh, one more thing before I sign off with the exact phrase I'm going to talk about. Did you hear in this episode of Cloak and Dagger where uh, Tyrone's little sort girlfriend said true believers?
1: Oh, no, I didn't catch it. That's fine.
0: Yep. It was on the voodoo tour. So until next time, true believers.